What up? What up? What up, everyone? Welcome to episode 45 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Go grab yourself some body armor, Combo Nation. We are out here. Today's show, Clips from the Follow Through with Clips and Drew podcast joins in. Go subscribe to their podcast right on your Apple Podcast app. We talk podcasting. We talk basketball. We wrap up the trade deadline stuff right here, man. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. You can follow Clips on IG at Clips555. That's C-L-I-P-P-S 555. You know you can follow me on Instagram at 12combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe right on your Apple Podcast app. Go check out the website, man, 12combo.com. You can listen to the podcast. You can grab some combo socks. You can learn about me. All kinds of dope stuff. Also, man, shout out to the Spotify community. Enjoy the All-Star game and enjoy the podcast, man. Let's get into it. I, I saw a post you had on, uh, on Insta Stories, and you were talking about how Spotify is handing out $500 million to potential podcasters. Have you and Drew ever thought about how you guys would like to monetize off the pod? Yeah, that's our main focus right now. I mean, the focus is, is bringing great content and you know focusing on the show and keeping it real and just doing what we really love to do but obviously the end game is to have this as our our only job when you look at some of the biggest podcasts in the world a lot of these guys have you know editors and writers and directors and producers and they have a, a, a social media marketing team and you know we don't have that you know and or we do have that but their names are clips you know <laughs> right. Um, but as far as Spotify goes, you know, they purchase anchor, the app that we're using right now. Right. Um, and them Spotify, like a lot of other companies, I know Kobe, I know Netflix. I know a lot of people are, are going to dump a lot of money, hundreds of millions of dollars into content creation. And a lot of that is based around podcasting too. So yes, monetizing is, um, is the main goal and we are monetizing right now but it's at a small it's at you know it's at a small rate but we know we can be bigger we're growing every single week and i think the more uh eyes you have on the podcast and 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 all of that will bring the attention there's people watching combo you know what i'm saying right like there there are people watching all of us and i I think that there's going to be plenty of room for a lot of us to really put a dent in. And I don't want the whole 500 million, bro. Just give me, give us a little piece, bro. Give us a <laughs> Right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, 100%. No, I agree. Have you ever thought about doing video? Because, you know, a lot of the the biggest podcasts are on YouTube, you know, like like Joe Buttons, Joe Rogan. Um, have you ever thought about going video, you and Drew? Trust me. we. I mean, I record every single video. Uh, every single oh, wow. Podcast. I didn't know that. That's crazy. You guys are, you just, yeah, you guys record- are just like holding content in the safe. <laughs> I get so I've I've had this issue. It's myself, Drew, and our small team that we have has been begging me to put out video content, which we should. And it's my fault. The only reason that I haven't been super diligent about it is because I want it to look perfect. And so like when we record on Wednesday nights, it's pretty dark. 
Um, we do everything at my house, which my, my house is like the epitome of a man cave. I mean, this, you walk into my place and you, you're definitely in a basketball player's house, you know? Right. Um, and everything, I, I just want better lighting in my house and to make it look better. Um, meanwhile, everybody else is saying, just put out the content. Nobody, you know, Nobody cares about that. Oh, you're the only one that's caring about. It, I think they're you know? right clips because you know there's never going to be a time where it's going to be perfect. And then once you just put your stuff out, like you get new ideas from that, and then you get feedback from that, and it's just like it, it's it's just momentum, you know. Well, I no, I totally agree yeah. with you. And the clips that we have put out, work. no pun intended, like, they really do clips. work. All right, no, go ahead. No, no, yeah, right. <laughs> But, you know, I play basketball with a lot of uh, younger kids at the gym, you know, the, the the 18 to 25 year olds who, you know, haven't really got into podcasting yet, but they're very active uh, on YouTube and on social. And it's just again, dude, it's just more content to put out. And it's my it's it's definitely not Drew uh, that hasn't been telling me to do it. And it's funny because as we speak, that's what I've been working on this morning. Because we got to, the thing is, it's also, then you have it, you have an hour and 15 minute podcast and there's a lot of video to go through. What's going to look dope. You got to make sure that you brand right. it right. So people know that, you know, they see your name on it. They see where to get it. You a know professional what I mean? videographer, as they would say, is, is, is needed. Yeah, but we can all do that, bro. I mean, I'm, I'm learning on the fly. Drew learned how to. Edit, well, you guys got, you know, well, you guys got to be in front of the camera. So you need somebody, right? Did you just put it on like a, uh, you would just stand it up? No, I said I set up three. I set uh, up a GoPro, I set up a phone, and then I set up my gotcha, Mac. That makes sense, actually. Record everything. Yeah, that makes sense. Are you sad to see Boban and Tobias go? I know that's your team, man. Yeah, uh, I, I was because I spoke so highly of Tobias um, the whole season. I mean, we've seen him actually, you know, he came into his own this yeah. year. He turned into a real, like a very good basketball player. I think he was snubbed from the All-Star game. Um, he was definitely our best player, but when you look at it, I mean, dude, let's talk about the Clippers for a second. I mean, Jerry, Jerry West is playing chess, not checkers, dude. This dude is making some of the biggest moves in basketball. And I think that we got to look at, so Toby turned down the 80 million extension this summer. Cause he, he knew that this, this year is going to be my year. He wanted you that know? max. He wants the max or something somewhere close yeah. to it. You know, he's a hundred million dollar dude. That's what it's going for now. That's what Toby's going for now. And I don't think going into next summer that I see, I wanted to keep Toby. I wanted to pay Toby and then let's bring in Kawhi or try to get KD or, you know what yeah. I mean? But Jerry saw the writing on the wall and, and, and this is where Jerry, Jerry's playing chess, right? So we trade Toby uh, and we get this Landry Shamit kid. Do you know him? No. Have you followed no. him? So Landry Shamit, I just said this on our pod, podcast last night. Landry Sham is uh, Jerry has had his eyes on him. The whole organization, we we loved him at the combine. We ended up going with Shea and Jerome Robinson, but Jerry's been watching this kid forever. And it turns out, like at the combine, Jerry West and and, and uh, Lawrence Frank, they said that that Landry was the only dude in all their years in um, going to the combine that this dude brought a notebook, right? Like brought a notebook. And normally after you work I out, actually, cause I got one with you right now as we're speaking, but go ahead. <laughs> you you got course. a notebook? Yeah. We'll take notes on this. Um, so a after you work out for the team, like normally, like, you know, the, the GM and the coach and whoever else will ask you, you know, you got any questions, blah, blah, blah. And it's always, they said a hundred percent of the time they're not, they're like, nah, I'm straight. Right. And Landry brought out his notebook and he's like, yo, I got five questions actually. Wow. You yeah. know? 
and he asked Jerry a question and Doc and Lawrence, and that just showed them that this kid's like, you know what I mean? Serious. Like, I mean, if he serious. takes that that seriously, imagine how he takes his game. It, yeah. Totally. And I'm telling you this, and I made a bold statement on our podcast last night. Uh, I said, I think this kid reminds me a lot of, of Clay Thompson. Um, he can shoot the rock like crazy. All he wanted was an opportunity. He fits into our system very well. So anyways, losing Tobias, we got picks. We got this really good kid in Landry. Uh, we made, you know, we made the move with, um, with Memphis to get Jermichael Green and Garrett Temple. You know, since day one, Jerry, you know, everything that Jerry's done has worked out. Right. You know, look at look at look at Montrez Harrell from the got from, from the Kobe ball. pick. Everything's worked out, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, right. And and this is, speaking of that though, combo peep this. Like this is the difference between <coughs> excuse me. This is the difference between the the moves the Lakers and the Clippers did this summer, or sorry, this trade deadline. Is Jerry moved in silence, bro? He didn't tell any. Nobody knew Tobias was getting traded. Yeah. You know, he he did the same thing when he drafted Kobe. You know what I'm saying? And I just think every move that, that the Clippers are making are the right moves. Am I sad that Toby's gone? Yes. But I don't think, you know, you don't want to end up like, like LeBron James and, and Kevin Durant and get nothing for your star player. You yeah, definitely. Me? To speak to your point, um, I, had, I had a guy on my podcast last episode called uh, Coach Nick. He actually has a huge YouTube channel about breaking games down and doing it in a fun way. And he brought it, he just did a, a video about Tobias asking would he does he think that Tobias could take the Sixers to the next level and to your point he said that one of the reasons that Jerry West and the Clippers might have sent Tobias over is to get the Sixers stronger the Raptors might lose now and then that'll give the Clippers more of a chance to land Kawhi see I mean like like, it's 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 chess dude it's chess and I I think I think the I'm not gonna say we're gonna definitely get Kawhi just like he just bought a home right in in a in San Diego, yeah, yeah. I mean, which is where he's right, from, right, pretty much. Right. Um, and everybody, everybody has a house here. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Boban, how, how different do you think his game would fit in if he was in the league, like in the nineties? Well, I still think he'd only be able to give you about six minutes at a time. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? Um, I mean, his efficiency is money. He can shoot free throws. Um, he's a great locker room guy. Great teammate. I think he would kill. I mean, come on, bro. Seven four. He's un- like even Joel Embiid said, like I can't guard this guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's, when I mean, when he sits down in the post, he's so strong and the heaviest dude in the league. He is, and you know, they said his 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 player efficiency rating is better than Wilt Chamberlain. Now, mind you, Wilt Chamberlain played you know a lot more yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. But again, that's not see our our problem from the Clippers standpoint. Was Gortat was not working out and Boban? I always like Gortat. I always liked his game. I know it didn't I, work out though. Yeah. So I I do yeah. too. I, I like the intangibles. He sets great picks. He's a great passer. Um, he can score around the rim. But it's just what he wasn't the guy for us. So then again, let's bring Jerry West back. How do we steal Zubac from the Lakers? Like a super bright spot from the Lakers. We just we just took him. Yeah. For 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 Muscala. Another great move, dude. 21 years old, soft hands. He's gotten better every building single year. Building for the year. future. Totally building for the future. And that's the – I told Drew on, the, on a few podcasts, like, I, didn't, I never wanted Anthony Davis. Like, I don't want to trade the farm for Anthony nah, Davis. Nah, that doesn't make sense. That, that's, what they did in, uh, that's what they did in New York with Melo. Uh, well, yeah, for Melo, yeah. right. And then what, 
that gives you 10 years of mediocrity, dude. Yeah. And, and you know what's crazy about <clears throat> AD's a great player, but he had pieces around him this year, and they really didn't win that much. You know what I mean? He, we had, we saw, we're seeing a great Julius Randle. He's turning into right. a really good basketball yeah. player. Drew Holiday, obviously. 100%. You know, yeah. they started hot, dude. Yeah. And now, you know, to go a little bit off subject, but now with all that drama that happened at trade deadline, this team is, I mean, Anthony Davis had three points the other night. Against in a losing effort to Orlando, yeah. Because now the team, the team's in disarray, dude. Yeah. And that's the same. That's the same thing that's happening with the. Lakers. Why wouldn't I mean? Why the wouldn't they take thing. that deal? I mean, they, they could have had so many young assets. They should have just made the trade combo. I'm going to tell yeah. you. I'm going to tell you why. Because, a the Pelicans never were going to trade Anthony Davis to the Lakers. Right, but I think your thoughts could right change now. once you see you could get everybody. You know what I mean? I I, I think that they should have taken yeah, that definitely. deal. But I also think that, you know, if you have to wait for Boston because they might have a crazy good pick, you know, coming in, um, it looks like, I mean, they're not, Kyrie isn't unrestricted, but if, if you're talking Jason Tatum, possibly, like, you got to explore that. Yeah. And the simple fact that, that, they, that the NBA said, nope, you're not shutting down Anthony Davis. He has to play 25 minutes a game or it's 100 racks a game. And then he's playing exactly 25 minutes a game. Yeah, exactly. You know? And getting booed. Because I don't think he thought that he was going to come back and be with New Orleans. Yeah. Know? Yeah, that is crazy, man. That's just a crazy situation. Let me, let me segue to this, man. What if I told you that okay. LeBron James, KD, and Paul George are the three best players in the NBA? How would you respond to me? I'd say you're right on the money. Say you're, you're right there. I mean, we're seeing, we're seeing Paul George, like, I mean – Seriously, combo. Think about what this guy's doing. I mean, he I had agree. a career-ending injury, dude. He should have been. He shouldn't have come back and ever played again after that injury, right? And now this this guy's. I mean, he had forty-seven. And you don't. Forty-seven. And, and you don't hear anybody talking about that. So I, it's funny you say that, dude, because that was the first topic I wanted to talk about last night on the pod because we don't talk about him enough, and I don't know why. And I think we're starting to see that he made a really good choice to stay in OKC, you 100%. know? Uh, you yeah, think so? definitely. I mean, because – and him and Russ have a nice little vibe. Do, do they have what it takes to come out of the West? I don't think so. Um, I, you, we can't put it past them, though. Like, if, it, if you see – which won't happen, you know, OKC, Golden State first round, that'd be scary. Or OKC, Houston I don't first think, round. I don't think scary. anybody wants to play OKC. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Their bench is a little, is a little light. But when you have guys that, that are willing to play 40 minutes, which these dudes are doing, um, and, and like we're seeing LeBron. LeBron was out 17 games, and he's averaging a triple-double. I know. And then people are back. saying he's declining, but he gets like 30, 10, and 10 or whatever he gets. I, I, can't, hear, I can't hear this declining nonsense anymore. <laughs> well, I don't know about declining, bro, because you know, I'm a major LeBron fan. Right. But we have to keep it real. I mean, the one thing nobody can beat is, is Father Time. Right. But it's not and yet, man. We, He's still the best in the league. No, I yeah, don't think yeah. so either. But, you know, I also read this morning that Enos Cantor turned down coming to the Lakers to go to Portland. So maybe this whole thing of people not wanting to play with LeBron is a real thing. Do you, you know? think so? I, I'm starting to believe it now. Yeah. You know, like, I'm starting to believe it because we're seeing now, and this isn't this isn't me pumping the Clippers again, but for the first time in my lifetime as a Clipper fan, we're seeing that they players are saying, "Oh, I'll play for the Clippers." Yeah, I, I could play for the Clippers. 
maybe maybe what Kevin Durant said early in the earlier in the year saying, you know, people don't want to be around all all this hype, all this everything. Yeah. Well, LeBron didn't have a problem with uh, it because he picked him for the all he picked Katie for the All-Star game. <laughs> of course. No, they're yeah, boys, yeah, yeah. bro. They're but who would you start at your NBA franchise with, Embiid or Giannis? What would you do? That's tough. Um, I would say Giannis only because he can handle the ball. So, you know, mm-hmm. like Joe, Embiid, you almost have to get the ball to. Giannis has mm-hmm. a better chance of initiating the offense. But Embiid's a better shooter. So, But I would say Giannis. I would say Giannis. Right. Yeah. I wanted to uh, segue to this as well, man. You know, I got to watch the Celtics play. I don't get to see the Celtics play every game, but this game was the first time I seen Gordon Hayward who had a similar injury injury to, as Paul George, kind of looked like himself again. You know, he had a little pop. He made a few shots. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know if that's why he had some energy because he made a few shots. It's like what came first, the chicken or the egg. But but nonetheless, mm-hmm. you know, Kyrie wasn't playing. Like, I'm not a believer that they have a better chance to win a championship without Kyrie. His offensive skill set is something that I don't think we've ever seen before. Do you think actually a better team without Kyrie? Funny you say that, dude, because that's what was my topic last yeah. night. Because... <laughs> Uh, I, I okay. It's uh, Kyrie will make your team better. Yes, okay. But from a Celtics standpoint, they're they are better without him. They shoot better without him. They're eight and two without him um, this season. Um, I think the problem with the Celtics. So actually, here's a question for you though. Like, does Kyrie Irving fit in with the Celtics? Okay, does he fit in? It's obvious the team chemistry is shot there they've talked about it Uh, Morris talked about it and just because you bring a great player to your team doesn't necessarily mean your team's going to be great so what we got what we saw last year without Hayward and and Kyrie is we got to see the emergence of these young players who got to play 35 minutes and you know now now these guys are coming off the bench they're not getting as much time you know scary Terry's not doing much uh because these vets are taking Gordon Hayward had his first great game of the year, dude. That's basically what yeah. he said. Yeah, he looked like a, he looked like himself. Like like it reminded me of Utah Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Right. But that's few and far between, yeah. combo. Like you need to do way better than that, you know, if you want to win a championship. I I think again, when we're talking about this narrative about free agency this summer and players in the media keep asking these players like Kevin Durant and Kyrie, that shit gets annoying, dude. And then it messes up your locker room. You know, it messes up your locker room. So, do I think the Celtics can win a title without Kyrie? Right. No, I don't. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, to win a title, they're going to have to figure it out with Kyrie. Yes, that's the only way. That's the only way it'll work. I don't think they're going to have another miracle season like last right. year. So, it's just, it's just counterproductive know? for them to think, like, let, like, we're better without Kyrie. Like, it doesn't matter. Because if you want to win a chip, you're going to have to figure out a way to make it work with him. Because he's by far your best player with NBA Finals experience. But also, Combo, it has to be up to Kyrie to, uh, you know, be a little – have a little humility, dude. You're supposed to be the leader of that team. You make it work. Not only are you the point guard, but you've also been there before. So it starts with you, you know. <laughs> I, I think it just – I need – I want to see a little more leadership from Kyrie. So how – like how would, how would you want him to approach a situation differently? Because, you know, there's times in the game where he's facilitating – and it looks like he could score 50, and then he, he kind of pulls back and does get people involved. Like, I've seen him do it. So how would you want to see him change up? I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think he needs to change up. I just think that you got – come on, dude. You got to trust your teammates. Yeah. This is how it works. 
you know, and again, I'm not going to bring up, I'm, I'm bringing up the Clippers because I'm really well, that's excited your team. That's about your team. <laughs> well, and I, it's my team, but I also keep it real. Yeah. Combo. And I'm, I'm looking at this, like, let's name some teams. The locker room in Minnesota was messed up at the beginning of the year. Chicago was extremely messed up. We saw what happened in Washington. We're seeing what's happening in Boston. We're seeing what's happening with the Lakers, right? right? And it's, it's about the personnel you keep. And then we got this squad full of really high character guys who play for each other. We don't have the best team in the world, but we're competing every single night um, because we believe in one another. And I'm saying we like I'm fucking in the locker room. <laughs> well, you, well, you are at one point, right? <laughs> yeah, yes, for a long time. <laughs> I, I just think you got to have the right, the right people around you. Um, I, I, I think the move that Milwaukee made with Miritich is huge. In the East, I think Gasol going to Toronto is huge for them to make their push in the Eastern Conference. An- another, you know, really good. We saw Siakam last night. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's coming. He's you know, good, you know, bro. you know who I like too that I watched yesterday. A Kogu, man, he could defend. Oh, yeah. and he's, he's he, his athletic profile is crazy. Like many people just look at um, players that could dunk as like judging their athleticism, but he could do it all: move laterally, strong, fast, jump, mm-hmm. and he plays hard on defense. Man, crazy energy. Yeah, I'm with that. I, I second that definitely. Yeah, uh, all star game coming up, man. So who's gonna win, Steph, Steph or Seth? Man, I hate. Oh, you talking about the, the three, three point contest, man? Man, I'm taking Dirk, homie. I got Dirk. <laughs> I, I, I said I'm taking Dirk, dude. Uh, I think, I think. I mean, I actually took Steph because he's just made for this thing. I think Seth is out in the first round. I think he's coming nowhere, nowhere near the finals or anything. He's shooting great this year, though. Yeah, I'm not taking him, bro. I'm not buying. Him. <laughs> I'm not and, and for the, shit at all. I don't even think he should be in the three-point contest. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to give him a chance, right? It's Charlotte. Yeah, I get, well, whatever, <laughs> dude. I don't care. Yeah, man. They should have added Vince to the All-Star game, though, after they added Dirk and D-Wade. Well, I guess, I mean, I might have jumped the gun on that because I thought for sure this was his last year. I guess maybe this might not be oh, his for last real? year. He's for, he's, yo, yeah. That's crazy. He's 42. That's unbelievable. 42 and and hasn't said I'm going to hang it up yet, which is a little odd, bro, because I would have quit playing for the Atlanta Hawks. I would have been over that by about October 30th. Yeah, I think he just loves he just loves the NBA lifestyle, probably. That's what it has to come down to. Yeah, right. I mean, he's been in it so long. Um, how do you feel about the All-Star game in general? Like, <laughs> Never been excited. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But, but, you know, I think last year was decent, right? It was yeah. better. It was definitely better. Um, I've just never been an All-Star guy. I really haven't. I like I like All Star Saturday Night. I always love the rookie game. Um, I think I just there's no D, dude. It's like it's not as bad as the Pro Bowl because the Pro Bowl should be just be taken away, right, right. and they should never play. Yeah, again. they really they really but don't play I, hard at all. No, it's yeah, stupid. Yeah. It's just dumb. Just give them a trophy and say you made the Pro Bowl. That's what. It yeah, is. like a first M- like NBA All First Team, like something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it should be. But no, I I, I think. Uh, Team tampering is gonna win it. <laughs> Yo, Giannis is funny, man. That was funny. That was yeah, that great, was great, dude. I love. <laughs> and and LeBron can tamper all weekend. It's all free. You can do whatever you want to do this weekend. That is true. They'll no, all be in the locker room. No rules, bro. We'll we'll see who wants to go. We'll see who wants to go to LA with him. Doesn't as you said, it doesn't seem like too many people, but I hope so for him. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see I, what I'm. About the Lakers, dude, I just don't think this is going to work. So here's a question for you. Here's a great question for you, Calm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this okay. to you. 
on your own podcast. Great. I love it. You have so Lakers tried everything to get Davis, right? right? Literally. Right. And I said they they you know, five players, picks. I said they were gonna give one of Kobe's jerseys hanging in the rafters and a pair of genie buses used panties. And they still <laughs> didn't take it. <laughs> right. Okay? So and you'd lose your whole core, and all you'll have if, if that happened would be AD and LeBron, pretty much. And you know it, that's about all you got. So, what if you traded LeBron for AD, straight up? You keep your core. Oh my God, that's crazy! I never even thought get, that's crazy. Think about it. You keep your whole core, and we're just going to do LeBron for KD straight up. What well, do you do? The, the LeBron must have a no trade clause. I know, but this is okay, fun to talk okay, about. Okay. Wait, wait. And if LeBron was down for it, like <laughs> <laughs> he would not <laughs> That's be down. That's what I'm saying. For it. Um, but say, say in the Bizarro world, that could have happened. And so instead of getting rid of your whole core, you keep the young crew. You get a 26 year old Anthony Davis. You're saying it, you're saying it fits the Lakers better because then the guards could have the ball more. Everybody could develop. Anthony Davis could run the floor with the team off the ball, and you think it would be a better fit. Yeah, yeah, I can see a, it. Yeah. I could see it. Just the only thing is, is that to win an immediate championship within the next two years, I would never trade LeBron away. It's not happening, bro. It's not going to happen for the Lakers. I'm sorry, and yeah, you could quote me on this right LeBron now. Could, LeBron could LeBron could put a team on his back. You know, Coutinho Coutinho Mobley said the other day, LeBron could take four guys from Home Depot and take them to the finals. <laughs> I believe that too, dog. I believe that too. Okay, and I said Drew's the Drew's the Laker fan. And di- hasn't believed that they had a chance to win a title all year. And I said, bro, if you got LeBron on your team, you do. But I think what we're seeing, dude, is just like I, this young talent that they have. Ingram's good. Kuzma's good. Lonzo's going to be good. They had really good dude in Zubak. Um, but I just don't see it. I wouldn't have gave up. I wouldn't I gave up Zubak, me personally. I thought he was really good. He is, and he's going to be a great Clipper, bro. Thank you, Magic Johnson. <laughs> we didn't want Mike Muscala anyways. Yeah, that's – come on, man. He's He can run the floor. He finishes. He has good touch. I don't know why you would give him up. <laughs> Doc Rivers said when when uh, Lawrence Frank called him uh, and said we got Zubak, uh, uh, Doc was like, stop, bro. We didn't get him. There's no way. Clippers and Lakers haven't done a trade since 1983. I don't. Were they watching those games? Like, did they really watch? Like, he was putting up crazy numbers for the time he was getting. That's what I'm saying. And so Magic's like, oh well, Mike Muscala can shoot threes. We need shooters around us. Okay, bro, give us that. We'll take so, it. So, so how do you grade? How do you, you grade know? Magic's time with the Lakers? Uh, wait, I didn't hear. How you, would you grade said? Magic's time with the Lakers? Like his. Oh, he's at. He, he's at. He's at a C minus, bro. Oh man. He's at a C minus. Right? A plus as a player for sure, but you're saying C minus. <laughs> a plus as a player. Okay, let's say this. He's trying. Yeah, dude. he's trying. Yeah, he's trying. They drafted really well, but like, how can, how are you going to go from saying Lonzo Ball is going to have a, a jersey hanging in the rafters? He will be the face of our franchise one day. To being like, you're. Fu- I'll trade all you motherfuckers. You know what I mean? You're all out of here because the king doesn't want you here. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, I guess it's a, it's not can't... a great fit because Lonzo's just better with the ball in his hands. Like he's not. It's tough for him to play off, off the ball. A player like Lonzo. Well, we can't we can't say that Magic didn't try, dude. Like he literally tried. If he if they all thought that Anthony Davis would be the savior of the Lakers, he tried. He put his balls on the table, and the Pelicans were just messing with him the whole time. But where's your plan B, dude? Where's your plan B? 
Like if this, you, if trade deadline's coming at, at at noon on Thursday, and that shit was not working, then what else? Reggie Bullock was your next guy. You know what's crazy? That all in trade deadline, all the other teams got better, except the Lakers and the Pelicans. <laughs> like, like for yeah. real. Think about it. The, uh, Philadelphia, uh, low key. Low-key getting Jonathan Simmons, oh, too. Oh, man. Another they needed team? him. Because against the war, like, if they do make it out the West, it would be tough with um, Embiid and J.J. Redick to defend a team like the Warriors on the perimeter. So Jonathan Simmons right? is huge for them. What a great fit. I'll bring some some other news to you really quick. Back to talking about Landry Shaman. Shaman. Right. Um, and I don't know if this is tampering or not, because Lawrence Frank called J.J. Redick and asked about Landry. Like, how's he been on the team, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and J.J. Reddick said he's a better shooter than me. Wow. And you know J.J. takes a lot of pride in that. J.J., you know A great I mean? podcaster, by the way, too. He's wonderful. Yeah. He's wonderful. There it is, episode 45. Hope you enjoyed the show. Big shouts to Clips for joining in. We appreciate you. If you listen to this episode in its entirety, leave the word Boban in the comments section of your Apple Podcast app. That's right, Boban, B-O-B-A-N, be on the lookout for episode 46, Combo Out.